have made in there. Um, but this is my first podcast. It's called Vessel Preach. I hope you guys enjoy it. I also have a blog. You guys can go check that out. It's called Vessel Preach. The same thing. You just need to type in the link wrestlepreach.wordpress.com. So basically, this is obviously a wrestling podcast. I'm not just trying to do WWE, but I'm also going to do other wrestling companies that um, exist. So, first of all, uh, I just want to let you guys know what we're going to be doing while uh, we're so SmackDown and uh, maybe NXT and Sunday shows. Uh, but the ratings uh, begin with two other people. And uh, we will be doing that every Saturday. Uh, uh, maybe every Saturday, we're not sure, most Saturdays. But um, a podcast a week, maybe not by then, most likely by me. Or 100% by me every week will be up, hopefully. And I uh, hope you guys tune in to our podcast. I hope you guys read my blog. So, so, at the end of the day, just to, you know, start everything off, I, ju- I just, like, decided to write WrestleMania 28. Um, you know what, instead of 28, hey, let's just do something more relevant. Let's go to 35, which we had a couple weeks ago. It was actually not bad at all. I actually really liked it. I hope you guys really did, too. So, let me just, uh, pull that up. It was amazing. Everybody liked it. It was better than 34 in my opinion. But 33 was amazing, you have to admit. So the part, uh, <clears throat> pre-show we had, in the pre-show we had, uh, the Cruiserweight title defense. Buddy Murphy, uh, defended his title against Tony Nese. And Tony Nese won, actually, which was amazing. A lot of people wanted to win. So yeah, it was great that he got to win. And, uh, the match was amazing. It was for like 10 minutes, but it was amazing. 10 minutes. And like, these two are great competitors. Tony Nese, he deserves it. Buddy Murphy, you guys already know, he does, he's an amazing wrestler. And he deserves to be with Mustafa Ali, either on Raw or SmackDown. So, I mean, I, I'm not sure if they're going to do that because, or, or, no, they have, they have. Uh, but, um, they're starting to put 205 lives. Not that you have SmackDown, things like that. So they're trying to do that. And, uh, Buddy Murphy deserves it. He's a great wrestler. We all know it. You guys, hopefully, you know it. And, like, he deserves it. Uh, and Tony Nese deserves it, too. The things they can do uh, in the ring as a 205 Live competitor. We all just really um, enjoy 205 Live. I hope you guys do. I do a lot. It's amazing. And, like, he doesn't like it. It's amazing, though. So, in the second part, uh, pre-show, um, the woman, with the women, the battle royal, which was amazing, I absolutely loved it, and I don't know about you guys, I know Carmella isn't, like, a lot of favorite, isn't, like, a favorite of a lot of people, but she is amazing, I love her, she has a great, she has a great talent, she is really good, she won thankfully, she was in every show, was in an amazing match with Stacey women, went on for surprisingly only about 10 minutes. I, I wanted it to go longer, but, you know, and because, like, the match is great, and I know they didn't have, like, a lot of people, a lot of women, but it was still, still didn't really matter how many people they could have won on for a while, and it was amazing. You guys, um, Mara Logan is also an amazing competitor. She's a dangerous person in the ring, and Carmella, finally, she's getting, uh, she's getting something better than she was getting, and this is a huge step to her. Uh, becoming uh, a bigger star.
uh, Finish Johnson. Maybe not the first, but you guys know what I'm saying. In this match is gonna be very happy when this happened, and like I was out in shock, and I was like in amaze, and like I'm, and, like I'm really, good, I'm really happy that this happened. They all came in Zack Ryder defeated the revival. The revival are good. They're amazing, but like I just don't really like. I don't think they're. The, I don't think that WWE is good for them. They should be in other companies, but Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. What an amazing like past few weeks it was for them. First of all, if you guys don't know, Zack Ryder uh, engaged to his girlfriend. He he proposed, and then now he's engaged to her. You know, Kurt Hawkins not only got rid of his like 200 plus losing streak. He also won the tag titles, which is amazing. And that was awesome in the last match, I think so. Yeah, it was amazing. The match was amazing. With the Revival put on their best, even though they lost. Then Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder, the, just uh, the build-up wasn't good, but the match was amazing. This match we had a John Strowman. I don't really want to talk about this because, like, um... No, I just, I just don't want to just this amazing thing that happened. Finally, the Beast has been slayed. Seth Rollins beat him. Seth Rollins deserved this. Brock Lesnar, like, WWE isn't really for He's only in it for the money. He doesn't actually love doing what uh, he does. He, he didn't deserve it. He only defended it a couple times in, like, 500 days. Seth Rollins finally put him down. The match was, like, grabbed your attention very hard. And, uh, it was just, I don't know how to explain it, it's like amazing how Seth Rollins, even though, like, he low load him, I know, like, that isn't, like, the referee didn't see it, but it's not a good thing to do, but, uh, it was kind of an equalizer, Brock Lesnar is a big, strong guy, Seth Rollins is, like, small, I guess you could say, compared to him, so, like, that was kind of an equalizer, I guess you could say, so, yeah, Seth Rollins deserves it, he's gonna have a good reign, hopefully, hopefully that he's booked right, so, yeah. And then the next defeated Randy Orton. This match was this match was something else. I swear, this match was something else. AJ Styles and Randy Orton put on one hell of a fight. They gave it their best, and they just put it all on the line out there. They AJ Styles did some awesome things. Randy Orton also like he put on a great match. It was one of his greatest uh, matches this year. I think so. Yeah, it is. It is one of the greatest matches this year so far. Hopefully, they can give him better matches because he has like more charisma, and he has what it takes to be a better superstar in the making. Him. And next one, you guys already know. Um, the Usos they're amazing. You guys know that they defeated Alistair Black and Ricochet, Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura, and the Bar. They defeated all of them, and they won. They are. Uh, Breathtaking superstars. They, they put on great matches. Great, they have great mic skills and they absolutely deserve it. And now they don't have the SmackDown tag team titles, but I'm pretty sure WWE is giving the Raw tag team titles because they're on Raw now. So, and then uh, Shane McMahon defeated The Miz. I don't know how I feel about that. I really like The Miz. I've been with him for a while now. Like I've been supporting him and um, liking him for a long time. So, um, I really didn't, I wanted, uh, Shane McMahon to lose, and, uh, and then in the middle of the match, Miz's dad got attacked by Shane McMahon, which was, that was weird. I mean, I didn't expect it to happen, because, you know, I kind of already did, but, uh, Shane McMahon, and, uh, the Miz's dad is, a looks like a funny guy, so he got him put his fist up, and then Shane McMahon just attacked him. 
which was, uh, it was an amazing moment. And then the Iconics defeated, uh, Boston Hell Connection, Nia Jax and Tamina, and Beth, Phoenix, and uh, Natalia, which was a great match. The Iconics have a lot of talent and charisma. They have what it takes to be, like, more, like, better, the better team, the leading team of the WWE. And, uh, they're, they're pretty great. They, um, they're, like, their matches are five stars. This match was not even five stars. I give it, like, ten stars. It was amazing. And, uh, everybody, even Nia Jackson, Tamina, who, like, not a lot of people like, they put their, put their best. And Beth Phoenix, she, even though she hasn't wrestled for a while, her matches and her, like, input, what, that what she put into that match was also amazing. Then this happened. I'm gonna talk about this last. Or I'm gonna talk about this second to last. Uh, Samoa Joe. Nobody likes him. I li I don't wanna say nobody, but I like him. He's a great competitor. He has great mic skills and has like um, great like uh, just skills and talent in general for a superstar. He has good mic skills. Good uh, intimidation, I guess you could say. And he defeated Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio is one of my all-time favorites. So, but, uh, right now it's Joe's time. I would want Rey Mysterio to have a title sometime soon, but, you but, uh, it could be any title. Is, uh, but I also want Joe to have his time and his moments. And then Roman Reigns came out of leukemia to defeat Drew McIntyre, which is amazing. That was a great moment. I hope, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that match as much as I did. Because I'm a huge fan of Roman Reigns. I went from hating him to, like, loving him. Where he's amazing. Um, I don't know what else to say. He's a he's a five-star superstar. And he's uh, put his best. And he defeated Drew McIntyre. I know Drew McIntyre is also amazing. And a lot of people like him. And uh, he should be winning more matches than he... Uh, he, should have, he should win more matches. But this is Roman Reigns' moment. And he, he needed the win. And and come and like in my personal opinion, I think Roman Reigns is better than Drew McIntyre, and I really like Drew McIntyre also. But Roman Reigns, I, I like him a lot. He he's he's he, he's the man, bro, and he's amazing, and I love him. And then this match was, um, this match was um, I'd give it about four point. I'd give about seven stars out of ten. No, I give it about eight point five out of ten actually, because it had good, good, and okay build up, but the match was also good. And Ric Flair, oh by the way, it's Triple H versus Batista. And Ric Flair interrupted. By the way, what Batista said, Triple H cannot beat him one v one. Ric Flair approved. Ric Flair approved that point by interfering with their match and coming in. Triple H had, did not technically defeat him 1v1 because Ric Flair was there to help Triple H and, uh, and, uh, Batista lost a lot of it was because of Ric Flair. I wanted, uh, Batista to win because, obviously, uh, Triple H is, uh, he barely wrestles, so it really won't make a difference, and we all love him, and we've had our great moments with him, but he kind of doesn't have it anymore. He's just, like, a authority figure, and he's great at that. He's an amazing authority figure. He knows how to make the crowd go wild, even just with the mic, so that's good. And then Baron Corbin defeated Kurt Angle. Thank you, Kurt. You, you're amazing. Your your matches are great, and we've had a lot of moments and uh, from from since your debut to 2019 to, like, right now. We've had a lot of great uh, moments. And then Finn Balor.
finally won the Independent Championship. He better have more moments and uh, more time with this reign because Finn Balor has what it takes and he's amazing. I, I know I keep using the word amazing a lot, but I'm sorry if it's a uh, it's kind of a bad habit. But Finn Balor is a uh, he's just a breathtaking superstar and like he he's fast, which is he's a great high flyer and he can do. Uh, he can be the next Reigns. Not, I don't say that. He could be kind of like a, the face Eddie Guerrero, um, something like that. I guess you could say because they're both great. Uh, Finn Balor is a great superstar. He performs great matches. He he's fast, and now he has the title, and hopefully that title in a, in a couple months becomes the Universal Championship. Now we're gonna go back. That was uh, I want to talk about this because I didn't do it. Seth Rollins, oh no, no, not this one, where is it, yes, Kofi Kingston defeated Daniel Ryan, I'm just happy, it should have happened 11 years ago, we should have had the full black WWE, not the world heavyweight, we've had Booker T, first African American WWE champion, Kofi Kingston, he deserves it, he's a great uh, opponent in person, uh, he has good mic skills, good charisma, the crowd loves him, the crowd loves his team members, his teammates, and um, the things that he can do in the ring, and we all know what he does in the Royal Rumble, so that's amazing, he's done it every year, I think, from like 2012 or 13, which is amazing, like, he's Kofi Kingston, he's awesome, we love him, and now, this, my opinion, was the best match of the entire night. Which, it just had so much, uh, controversy, and just a lot of tense in the match. Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Both of these women are amazing, and they put their best towards in the match. Becky Lynch won, and she definitely deserves it. I've been with Becky since, like, the older days, like, in 2016, uh, 17, like, around that time. And, like, she's amazing. I love her. She has the great mic skills. She has even good Twitter skills. And she has good uh, in-ring ability. She has a good uh, maneuver, the disarmor, which is amazing. And she can like put a lot of people down with that and uh, do great things with that women's title. Those women, those women's titles, with two. And that's a wrap. Thank you for joining me for Wrestle Pop, for Wrestle Preach. I hope you guys liked it. I hope you guys had fun, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Remember to check out my blog, WrestlePreach.wordpress.com. I hope you guys had, uh, as I said before, an amazing time, and thank you for, you know, joining. I know I said this before, but I'm Abdul from Wrestle Preach, and we are gone.